Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It's the evening runway. Time now to discuss our nation's pride and joy, Singapore Airlines. It makes our weekly wrap segment this week. SIA posted a 55.4% higher than net profit of $1.4 billion for the first six months of its financial year ended September 30th. So that's up from $926.9 million a year earlier. What does this mean for the future of our national airline? We've got a great guy to talk about this. On the line with us is Vin. Srinivasan, who is associate editor and senior columnist for The Straits Times, and my my great mentor, I might add. Ven, good afternoon. <laughs> Hi, Elliot. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for helping us out with this, because we know you keep a close eye on all things SIA related. Now, I mentioned they posted a 55.4% higher net profit of $1.4 billion for the first six months of its financial year ended September 30th. Now, we are in this world of geopolitical tensions, higher fuel prices, Suffer economic conditions. How did that not stop SIA? You know, how did SIA still manage to put together uh, record first half earnings? Okay, I mean, what we saw is a continuation of what we uh, what we saw this week. The results is a continuation of what we saw in May when they announced last year's results. It's all a result of continuing robust uh, demand for air travel. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, capacity injections by SIA. So on, you got the demand side, and on the supply side, they are bringing in more aircraft. So SIA would have reached 92% of pre-COVID capacity. That means 92% of the seats that were out there in 2019 would be back by end of next month. And by next year, full capacity, and they could even exceed 2019 capacity. Mm. So, I mean, so they have one of the highest load factors in the region, you know, according to the latest figures. And uh, a lot of this has to do with how they prepared during the uh, pandemic years, you know. If I may explain, during the COVID years, the airline raised more than $22 in liquidity through its, you know, convertible bonds, rights issues, credit lines. On top of that, it kept most of its people during mm. the pandemic when other airlines were laying people off. And then it continued its training programs to yep. improve capabilities. So when the recovery got kicked in, it quickly got staff back. It quickly got planes back in the air. And, you know, you asked about thing labor shortage yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, SIA has had no problem with labor shortage. Yeah. It just hired 3,000 cabin crew last year and is on track to hire another 3,000 this year. Yeah. So, I mean, all this has enabled the airline to be quickly off the block and, you know, I mean, they are they are flying high. It's true. First off the block, as soon as borders reopen, you mentioned this entire strategy and plan. Then, I just want to go back in time a little bit. I remember one of the uh, life lessons you gave me was to always build a premium brand for yourself. SIA has got this premium brand. When you compare them with other big brands, does that brand help in terms of reputation for them to bounce back this quickly as well? Okay, here's an interesting fact. SIA gets almost 40 to 50% of its income from the front cabin, the premium cabins. Who flies the premium cabins? It's your CEO, your top-notch executive, your high net worth. For these people, a premium brand is very important, okay? So when a boss tells his PA, get me a flight to New York or whatever, 
what's the PA going to do? She's not going to go look for a secondary career. Yeah. They're going to look for the best. Yes. And the best today is Singapore Airlines. Okay. So there you have it. So the premium brand builds into it. Of course, their fares are a bit higher, but the service for that fare, the service level, the quality is also at a different level. Ben, help you understand this next part. The only soft area for SIA was cargo. So the numbers did fall, but cargo performance still stronger than the years immediately prior to the pandemic. How do I read this? I mean, its cargo load factor fell by 8.4 percentage points. How do I understand this, Ben? Cargo is always a cyclical business. It's closely linked to the global GDP, you know. Inevitably, there will be increase in industry capacity as more passenger aircraft come back into service and are increasing the belly hole space as well. You know, cargo is carried not just on cargo planes, but belly holes as well. So it's a supply and demand issue. You know, higher capacity will result in lower yield because there's a lot of supply out there. SIA's cargo business is already one of the best managed in, in, in the transportation of pharmaceutical, fresh products, e-commerce mm. and all mm. that, you know. So, I mean, during the COVID years, for example, car, SIA's cargo operation boosted revenue and passenger numbers fell from 3.4 million in January 2019 to 110,000 by April 2019 at the height of the COVID. Okay. So, SIA took out the seats from its passenger planes and filled its cabins and belly holes with state-of-the-art cold chain supplies, vaccines, masks and everything. So yes, cargo is a bit softer because there's been more capacity added. But on the yield side, cargo yield is still 37% higher than it was uh, pre-COVID. You know, okay. So they are doing all right, not too bad. So we shouldn't have to read it or, or question what they would need to do to ensure the cargo segment rebound is as healthy as the commercial side. It already is showing quite strong numbers. Yes, it is strong, showing strong numbers. By the end of the day, cargo is dependent on global GDP, supply mm. chains, a lot of factors, you know. And, you know, they are, to a certain extent, price takers in the business. Okay. Then here's the one that I think a lot of people were quite curious about uh, or have been curious about is the issue of airfares. Now, of course, SIA has said that it is going to remain competitive. What are your thoughts here on the airfare strategy? Well, airfares are a function of supply and demand. Now, SIA's flights are very full, and that's what keeps the fares high. The algorithm works that way. Mm, mm. So, airfares will trend down as more supply comes on stream, you know, meaning other airlines also catch up and add capacity to this competition. So, SIA says its fares are also competitive vis-a-vis the other airline that they compete with directly. This means airlines which offer non-stop services versus one-stop, intercontinental, you know, the long routes. Mm. So demand for seats is looking strong till Chinese New Year. Yeah. You know, airline also had uh, marketing activities such as a recent time-to-fly promotion. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this this will help stimulate demand. Yeah. It's already attracted over 100,000 people at the travel fair, I believe, and there's very strong demand for tickets. So uh, I think airfares will be basically a function of supply and demand. They won't they won't remain as high as they are now okay. going into the second half of next year because a lot of other airlines will add that capacity. There'll be more competition. So if I were to ask whether or not you think uh, prices for flight tickets have peaked, what would you say there? I think flight tickets are at a peak, 
but they will come off this peak, I think. I mean, I'm just making a wild guess by the second half of next year. But of okay. course, it's seasonal. I mean, yeah. if you want to yeah. go summer travel to Northern Europe, it'll be high. But yeah. if you go later in the year, it'll be a bit lower. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the CEO, uh, Go Chun Tong, said that they don't set prices in isolation. They look at what rivals are doing uh, and ensure that price disparity is not too big. So that's good news for us as well. Uh, overall, looking ahead, Ven, you would say uh, very likely to be a healthy 2024 for SIA? I think uh, SIA will continue. This year will be close to another record, mm-hmm. if not a record. But going into 2024, 2025, as more capacity comes on stream, more competitors come on stream, I think the results will remain good, but I don't think they'll hit new records uh, then. But I think it will be an okay year, barring unforeseen geopolitical economic events. All right. I look forward to catching up with you again with regard to SIA. Been speaking with Ven Srinivasan, who is Associate Editor and Senior Columnist for The Straits Times. Thank you for your time, sir. Take care. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.